Richard Arnold, good morning to you. Good morning, Mike. How bad in Puerto Rico? Oh, boy, it doesn't look good. You'd have to give the folks in Puerto Rico for wondering if this is how it is now. Storm damage on the island from Hurricane Fiona has been, in the words of officials there today, catastrophic. Again, this is exactly five years to the day since the place was devastated by Hurricane Maria. That's when some 3,000 people, you recall, lost their lives. You remember that uh, Donald Trump went down there at the time as president and threw paper towels to some of the survivors. In reality, many had to get by for months and months and months with devastated homes, and in some places the power was out for eight months, count them. The power now is out yet again to about two-thirds of the island, and says Governor Pedro Pierluisi of the power system. It is fragile. Yeah. Well, that's great to hear, isn't it, after all of this time. He says of conditions there. Most customers, I hope, will get their power back within days. How many days? That remains to be seen. (laughs) Good luck, folks. The uh, rainfall has been 30 inches, 760 millimetres in some spots, so huge areas are underwater. There's one resident who was just getting back to normal life after Maria. They worked so hard for their things and now they're losing it again. President Biden has been online with Puerto Rican officials. He's declared a federal emergency on the island, but for now it looks once more like a major disaster. Now, Afghanistan, we've got the last hostage jump. Yeah, uh, this is uh, a fellow who has been held there for three years, Navy veteran Mark Ferrix, who had been working in Kabul as a civil engineer, so trying to help the place. He was working on aid projects. He was last heard from in a hostage videotape where he read from a uh, Taliban script. Please, release me. Yeah, he was freed uh, now in a carefully orchestrated deal at Kabul Airport. This engineer was released in exchange for a man named Bashir Nuzai, who was a convicted drug dealer. Not a small-time drug dealer. This man was convicted by a New York court of seeking to smuggle into the U.S. heroin valued at more than $50 million. So, fair exchange, drug kingpin for aid engineer. Nuzai was greeted by Taliban fighters as a hero and was covered by his Taliban cronies with garlands of flowers. How nice. All right. Okay, mate, see you in a couple of days. Richard Arnold State. So just before we leave there, this is one to follow. Federal Appeals Court has upheld a Texas law. Now, it's seeking to curb censorship by social media. Major victory for the Republicans, of course. Twitter and Facebook are limiting free speech is what their argument is. Uh, it's, it's a major legal battle that's probably going to end up in the Supreme Court. So the lawsuit is challenging what they call HB20. It's a Texas bill signed into law by Greg Abbott that regulates social media platforms with more than 50 million monthly users, so your Facebooks, your Twitters, etc. It says they cannot censor or limit users' speech based on viewpoint expression. So the judge in the case, Andrew Oldham of the Fifth Circuit, he says platforms argued, quote-unquote, a rather odd version of the First Amendment that buried somewhere in the person's enumerated right to free speech lies a corporation's unenumerated right to muzzle speech. Today, we reject the idea that corporations have a freewheeling First Amendment right to censor what people say. So in other words, their argument is you can say whatever you want and Zuckerberg can't touch you. So we'll see where that goes.